Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I'm really excited to have with me Angela Greenig. So Angela and I actually go way back. She's even why I'm doing this podcast in the first place. Um, so thank you very much. She had me on her show and somebody from Charisma saw me and asked me if I'd be interested in doing a podcast. So I owe everything to Angela. Originally reached out to her because of the work that she does in Satanism, in really just preaching the gospel in many dark places, but also just wanting to bridge the gap with being able to talk about demons and talk about this is how we can be set free with mental health. So I reached out to her and she had me on her show. And since then, I've seen her out east and I've seen her live and we've met. But I'm excited to have you on, Angela. You have a lot of wisdom. You have a lot of history. You've written many books. And so why don't you start out by just kind of introducing yourself a little bit. And I'd love for you to share your testimony and why you're even doing this well, in the first place. I've been place. in ministry. Yes. Next month will be uh, 43 years. Can you wow. believe that? I can't. So Jeez, cool. Yeah. A long time. It is. And, you know, the one thing I realized, Heidi, is that, you know, God says when you do something for someone else without any intention of getting anything back, but you do it out of a pure heart and pure love, mm-hmm. God says, then you have served me. And that's, that's why, good. like when we connected, so it was like, Lord, anything, that's why I do my media yeah. and I put people on for free. People want watch it from all over the world. It's free for one reason, because freely he has given freely. I want to give back. Yeah. You know, I've been saved like 44 years, August. And I was like, Lord, I was a disaster. I was a mess. And I had no one that I could mm-hmm. reach out and talk to because of the things that I came out of, of the darkness. Yeah. And then, you know, and then Jesus comes in, sets me free. And it was like just this crescendo of light hit. And I started to understand, but Heidi, honestly, it took years and years and years to understand even like the 12 tribes. I'm a daughter of Mm -hmm. Iskar, which is a knower and the Caesar of their time. And God is looking for the seers, the prophets and the knowers right now. He's looking for those that have their ear to the ground and are really listening, but discerning his spirit, not man's opinion. Yeah, or man's good. feeling, but his opinion. And, you know, I started to just really dive in and I was just being so, honestly, I was so tormented. Even mm-hmm. after being saved, I was like, Lord, I need your help. Mm-hmm. Help me. And I, I tell this story many times, but I went to a Protestant church and then I went across the street to the Catholic church. I mean, I was desperate, you know, you were looking, yeah, you were and seeking, I was, like, yeah. I was seeking God with everything. I was like, I'm that widow. I'm going to drive you nuts 24 seven, yep. which I wouldn't. I was like, I'm going to get my, I'm going to get that blessing. God. See, that's the other thing I want to say right now. Some of you have given up yes. on persevering, having yeah. done all to stay and stand, you know, with the truth of God's belt around you. You have forgotten the truth 
truth of his holy word because yeah. you're being pulled too much. And I would not let anyone or anything, including my own family, hinder me from getting what I was going to get because yeah. if it's in God's word, boom, it's mine. I mean, I just claimed it, you know? Yeah. And so I went over to both of them and they said, Angela, when you find out, will you let us know? And I had this, that night I had this extraordinary experience and I had never care what people think or whatever, but mm -hmm. Heidi, my chair lifted up off the ground and God grabbed me by the hand and started speaking to me, pulled me through a cloud and downloaded the very first book, which I've had to update, but it's Power and Authority. That's such a good and, one. Um, God, God just started downloading these spirits and where they were. And it was like yeah. a tree. He said, and this is the fruit. And, you know, these are the spirits you're dealing with. And this is their DNA. And this is what you have to fight with and what you have to fight against. Yeah. Because it's not flesh and blood. So many people still right now are thinking, oh, it's just all flesh and blood. No, no, it is not. And flesh and blood is our spouse, our yeah. neighbor, yeah. the yeah. people. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. So it's the flesh thing. And so the Lord was like, no. And so I was on this journey and then the Holy Spirit just, I'm at church and he started bringing all these people to me. And I'm like, my words always like, geez Louise, God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? You know, and the Lord says, well, what you're going to do what you always do. You're going to seek me with all your heart and you're going to trust me. I have nothing because yeah. the Holy Spirit comes from, it comes through me. It's not uh -huh. from me. I yeah. tell people all the time, finances don't come from you. What comes through you? The glory, the anointing is what breaks the yoke of the enemy. Yeah, that's what breaks it. And if you want that glory, you want that anointing, you're going to have to step up and you're going to have to step in and you're going to have to fight for it. Some of you are going to have to crucify that flesh, that cardinal mindset. Listen, yeah. in second Corinthians, it talks about the cardinal mindset. People have, people are saved, Heidi, but they still have a mm -hmm. cardinal mindset. They're so caught up. Yes. In Democrat, yes. Republican, yes. he say, she say, this person, that person. I said, if I have one more person tell me their view on abortion, I, I just want to slap it right off them. I'm serious because they're like, well, I think if somebody has this and this happened and they should, I said, well, that's not the word of God says. Right. And because I deal with the LGBTQ plus now, my God, I can't have one more letter added on just being real. You know, God says my love is what sets people free. Nobody would have touched me hiding in a million yeah. years. Yeah. Nobody. Mm. But Jesus and Jesus said, did I not tell you, you are to be the body of Christ. You are my hand. You are my feet. You are a voice. Yeah. That move a nation into its destination and we don't realize that look at you Heidi yeah you're a voice to the nations babe come mm. on girl you know what I'm saying <laughs> but you know what if somebody doesn't give somebody else a platform the opportunity how do you get there right yeah and so you know me because we you we were together in October had such yes. and Heidi Baker was there and David yeah it was so and myself and I just kept so laughing good. because I was like God I work with all of them but David Hogan he's like we're like this now because it's just crazy because I was he's... like God I know this guy he wouldn't leave me alone because it's like our spirits were like all the time so I want to ask you something because you <laughs> are so in the spirit you are so in the spirit that people that are in their flesh, it's like on a totally different planet. And so I want the listeners as they're listening to you right now to mm. allow themselves to just kind of step back yeah. and take off any judgments that you have, take off any judgments that you have and allow your spirit mm. to hear what's happening right now and hear what she's doing. Cause as she's talking, I find myself lifting my hands up to God. Like I'm like, Whoa, He's here and I can feel his presence here. Oh, yeah. And so I just want to invite those of you that are like, 
oh, this is, I don't understand this. She's lifted out of her chair. That must be a demon. Like I can hear some of you actually judging because you're in your flesh so much. That's okay. I'm not judging you for judging her. I just want you to step back and start to learn how to really receive what God has to give. And Angela is a very, very gifted seer and prophet. She has really dedicated herself to the Lord and has literally put bumper lanes up on the world so she can hear from God. And so I just want to encourage some of you to really just honor her, honor what she has to say. Um, And then Angela, I would love for you, I know this is going a little bit in the flesh, but I want you, could you explain what what was happening for you when you were in darkness before the Lord saved you? If, because I think that there's, there's people that, that, yep, it, it connects people to where you're at. No, I do. Cause I'm on a wind that most people it's don't so, get. But I want them to feel it and receive darkness. it though. Yeah. So I tell this people is what I'm... don't believe, Heidi. I yeah. tell people don't believe, like my husband used to laugh at me. Yeah. And one night after church, we came home and it should have taken us 25 minutes from our home to the church. We were home in five minutes and he said, what just happened? Yes. And I said, Larry, uh, God transported us home. <laughs> and he goes, well, I don't think, cause I, I walked in the church. And our brain doesn't get it. Our brain yeah. does not grasp the things of the spirit. But it's in the word. Yes. I don't understand why we don't believe. Yes. <laughs> this is what I love about you. And so it was so crazy. I would yes. walk, I walked into the church and this wind hit me and and everybody I because I don't cry like I started weeping and oh. everybody in the entire church started weeping. It was probably at 325 at that time. They were still coming in. By the time we left, we couldn't stop laughing. So we get <laughs> home and you know, in a matter of minutes, which should have taken 25 minutes. And my husband kept saying, I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm like, God, he's so dense at times, you know, so Larry, just believe. And all I did was touch his shoulder for three days. He could not stop laughing. He was under the kitchen counter trying to fix the plumbing and he couldn't stop laughing. He goes, babe, what is going on with me? Something's wrong. I go, Larry, God is releasing a breakthrough of joy in your life. I know you don't get me. I know you don't understand when I'm up all night long in prayer and I'm warring and interceding and I have a violent warfare tongue. And sometimes it's very quiet. But God says, why won't my people believe that I cannot grab a hold of them in the spirit realm? Like, why can't they believe that I can transport them? Why don't they believe? There's a cloud of witness. Why don't we believe? And God says, you know, it's really interesting. Right before we connected this morning, I wrote this down. Could it be that God allows us to see what others do not see because he trusts me to do what others won't do? I just wrote this right before we came on. Wow. You said something. I was like, Lord, could it be that, Father, you allow me to see what others will not see because God trusts me to do what others won't. Come on. That we need we need more people like you though angela we need more people to step up and not be afraid of what other people think and to do and to do these things so that they can be pioneers just like you have been well can i tell you you know when i was born i was illegitimate my parents in 1958 were married to other people my dad was catholic my mother was not my dad was excommunicated officially from the catholic church he was not allowed to step in ever again until I worked with a, a priest back in Baltimore, Maryland, who gave me a 
um, the cross that 12 of them were blessed by Mother Teresa. I love wow, her. Wow, yes. And I gave it to my dad and he fell to his knees when he put it on and started crying. And mm. I said, dad, the priest said to tell you it's time to come home. And my father wept because oh. he was excommunicated. He said, my sin will always be with me. Oh, so here I am, the, no. the daughter. You yes. Know, this was just crazy. But I was, you know, then, and so I'm illegitimate at 50, born in 1958. And I was what everybody teased because um, my mother's a full Blackfoot and my father's full Sicilian. Yeah. So I was teased because I was illegitimate. They used to call me the bastard kid. That's in the Bible. Don't freak out people. But, yep. you know, it's the word. And um, they used to call me half-breed all the time. And my family was very poor because my mm -hmm. family side is a mafia money. Mm -hmm. And my dad would not get caught up in that. And so what ends up happening um, in all the turnaround of events, all these things started to hit. And then God really started speaking to me. And I was like, okay, God, now I get it. Now I see what's going on, you know, as I got older. But the hatred and the things that I went through as a kid, being, mm -hmm. I was, you know, you know, the first time I was violated, I was four years old. Wow. And, you know, I was just thrown around all of my childhood like I was a piece of garbage. You know, oh. I, I always remember at nine years old dealing drugs mm -hmm. because I wanted to have money at least. You know, my brother dealt him and I helped him. So to he survived. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was surviving mm -hmm. because, you know, we didn't have money. So I was always wearing all the left, you know, the hand-me-downs and, you know, holding mm -hmm. the shoes, things like that. And I was like, mm -hmm. God. You know, I always was looked at as garbage and a piece of trash. I had no value. Even my teachers told me I was stupid mm. and I would never be anything at mm. all. And you're going to grow up and be just like your mother, you know, garbage and stuff. And so it was a really difficult childhood. Oh. And then I got real rebellious and started, you know, stripping and prostitute. And that's why I don't mind working with the LGB, because when you come out of such darkness mm -hmm. and you have no value, yeah. like nobody sees you. You're yeah. like a piece of trash in the corner. But God, I want you to know today, for those yes. out there that are listening, God sees you. Yeah. You are worthy. You are not garbage by a long shot. Right. And he has such value in the kingdom. But the problem is, is that you can't see the value that God sees in you right. through his eyes. Right. You keep seeing things of the past, all the lies, all the twisting, yeah. you know. And so bottom line i'm shooting up the drugs i mean i was everything but gay and i never mm -hmm. murdered anybody thank god <laughs> you know seriously but i just was nothing but was on a destructive path and they were going to my husband and i divorced we're married now thank you jesus um but at that time uh the state was going to take my daughter from me because i could not kill the demons morning noon and night i've always seen when i was a child i knew things about people i could see darkness around people or light or colors and i yep. would know things intuitively i didn't understand yep. it was god's gift for me as a yeah singer. but you didn't know you had no idea what well, that was nobody was nana. teaching you yep my nana, my, my father's mother, my nana said, you're born with a veil over your face. It's a Catholic term, which means you see. Like you wow. see differently. So that's what she told me. And I was like, okay, I have a veil on my face. I'm good. Because it was like somebody brought some kind of comfort to me. Yeah. Because you have to remember, you know, my parents, we had 33 people living in a house. We had a, our bathroom put in in fourth grade. I was nine years old. I mean, it was just a very poor, hardcore life. Yeah. And now I, I look back and of course, all I do is take care of the poor and the broken. I mean, those that have, you know, that's why we have the orphanages and schools all over the world mm -hmm. and are feeding thousands of people a month because... 
Yeah. Of, you know, I know what it is. My Larry says all the time, Heidi, he goes, you're the best faster I've ever met. Aww. I go, Larry, I know what it is to have a lot and I know what it is to have nothing. Yeah. And God is so amazing, mm-hmm. you know, because he sustains those. Mm-hmm. And so that's why for some of you, you know, maybe you don't come out of any darkness at all. Thank God my kids didn't. I can say that right now. My kids didn't. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted my children to grow up knowing. Yeah. You know, I was loved, but it, they loved me the best they could because they come out of a lot of abuse and heartache and, and brokenness too. And when yeah. you have a broken person with another broken person releasing a child, the yeah. child ends up getting like they're falling through the cracks. Yes. And they're broken. And that's, and that's the mental health that we have today. That is exactly and what's happening it's right true. now. Mm-hmm. And so I just kept praying about things and I'm like, Lord, this stuff's out of control. Mm-hmm. Like the mental health in America and Christians is that carnal mindset. God mm-hmm. says, you're either saved or you're not. If you're newly saved, God wants you to know it's it's okay because it takes time. Twelve Romans 12, 1 and 2, crucify the flesh, but get your mind renewed. Yeah. I want to take a minute if I could. Let me see yeah. if I got my paper right here because I think this is really important. Yeah. As I was praying, preparing, God says, I want you to talk for a minute out of the garden because mm. you know, that's what he does, right? So in Genesis 3, he talks about, he starts to talk about in the garden, the tree of 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 good and the tree of evil. Mm-hmm. And God wants us to get off of that tree of evil because mm-hmm. we're filling voids, uh, overeating, yeah. yes. we're doing so many different things. A lot of people that I love so much, mm-hmm. they're drinking themselves because they're so numb. You know, the first month of COVID, they said wine sales went up 41%, liquor 50 something percent of sales of alcohol went up because people were trying to fill a void yes. in their hearts and minds yes. because God forbid nobody even knew what was going on except that the Lord told me on day seven of the of COVID, this is what he said when everything hit in the pandemic. He said, daughter, this pandemic will be an x-ray into the hearts and souls, your mind, your will, and your emotions of my sons and daughters. He says, I can see the fractures. I see the brokenness in my sons and daughters. You know, they're not happy. They're barely getting by, but they're trying. But you can't fill a void because, you know, Jeremiah talks about a broken sister and how it just pours out over and over and over. And it won't stop because it has a hairline crack in it. Eventually it pours out. And so here we are, you know, a few years later. And the Lord said, you know what? People are operating a lot of times out of the flesh. I'm going to say this because I love everybody out there, but some of these people that are self-appointed prophets, which are not self-appointed seers, which are not, Mm -hmm. they don't understand discerning a spirit. That's fruit of the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians 12, one of them. And the Lord spoke and he said, you see the tree, which is in the midst. God said, you will not eat it uh, or touch it, least you die. See, people aren't realizing they they have become so dead within themselves. And Heidi, I believe right now people are trying to pull themselves up like by the bootstrap, if you will, you know, Mm -hmm. they're trying to pull themselves up. And God says, on that day, don't eat. But here's what happened. Verse five says, for God doth know that in that day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open and you shall be as God's knowing good and evil. But when the woman saw the tree was good and it was pleasant to her eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, uh, she took of the fruit, she ate it, and then she gave it to her husband. And you know, this all has to do with the serpent, right? Mm. Because verse two says, and the woman said to the serpent, 
We may, you know, eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden. Look, I'm telling you right now, those of you that are seasoned Christians, we know right from wrong. Some of you are getting so caught up and he say, she say, this, them and us. There is no mm -hmm. them and us. There's one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord. Yes. We are the body Amen. of Christ. Yes. And he opened up their eyes, you know, but this is what happens. So she takes the fruit. She eats it. She sees the fruit, eats it, smells it taste it here that she hears god her five senses began boom to open up wow. and she started operating out of her senses many people right now are operating about what they see. we're in war COVID's kind of here but not but people are still dying from it every day some mm -hmm. days we have zero but people are dying all over the world starvation is happening we are at yes. war overseas yes. all these things are culminating and our children can i just look my kid's gonna be 38 and my baby next month but I'm like, God, what about the children? My heart just grieves. I pray every day for the children, for their safety, for their covering, for their protection. Yeah. Because kids are going hungry. Their parents are a mess. I They're know. still now with the gas prices and the inflation and all these things. And God says, but I am Jehovah Jireh. He said, you made a covenant with me. Trust me. See, we just, we believe God, but then we go out and try to do it ourselves, right? Right, right. And you go back into Proverbs 3 and it says, trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not God. on your own understanding. Mm -hmm. So many times we start to lean on an understanding. Well, I don't have any food. I don't have any money. I have no gas. I have no this. I know what it is to be poor. Larry and I laugh sometimes, but after we got married and had Wendy, uh, the very last week as he was military of the month, there was like just enough to feed him, of course, Wendy first, then Larry. Yeah. And the last week of the month, I would buy a bag of pretzels and that's what I would eat for the week. Oh. A couple pretzels a day just to stay full of crackers, one or the other. Yeah. And he would say, why did you do that? And I said, because Larry, Wendy was first, of course, and you were second. And I, oh. I stepped back. I said, I'm a good faster. I'm okay with it. I don't care because Aww. I knew back then I was praying for God. Yeah. I was praying that God would, you know, I just kept saying here and trust in the Lord, trust in the Lord, trust in the Lord. Wow. And even though the circumstances were dire at times, I always trust him. Yeah. Even though I didn't know him until I was a grown person, I right. thought God hated me, Heidi. I think yeah. some of you love God, but you still think parts of him hate you. And yeah. that's not God. That's no a twisting of the enemy see i'd like to take a minute if i could jump real quick i know we're just go 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 here well he's leading you he's leading you oh so. i have to pay yeah. and i pray i i yep. thank you for allowing me to be able to do my job here yes but a lot of people don't understand you know again the weapons of a warfare they're not carnal but they're powerful through the pulling down of a stronghold a stronghold is something that has you in bondage people are listening that's to alcoholism yeah, the Elka. fear, yep. all these things that are happening in the world right now, we're, we're looking at the things. And I'm like, God, there was a song years ago, we are aliens, but we are not of this world. Mm -hmm. And I think about that every day. I'm heaven bound, mm -hmm. you know, though my body may be weary at times and exhausted, you know, because of all the craziness happening in the world. Two days ago, 81% of America's statistics came out on Monday. Today's Wednesday, yeah, on Monday. 81% of Americans in, in America believe that God's God, that there's a God. And I said, well, why don't you break that down about what you believe, who is God? Are you talking about Jehovah God? Are you talking about new age? Are you talking about money and business and flesh? Uh -huh. People are trying to fill. Like I'm dealing with, I, I don't know about you, but I know for me, mm -hmm. I'm dealing with a lot of Christians that are yep. dealing more in pornography. Yeah alcohol things mm -hmm. like this mm -hmm. and one of my friends was letting me know that their child he's like nine 
but was watching porn on the website. And he says, but I don't understand because I don't have that. He's a guy. He's like, he's pastor. He's awesome. He's like, no, no, no. Found out that the neighbor who was with the kid was watching porn with a nine-year-old child. And that sears, that's a seducing spirit. It sears the mind. Oh, big and so people time. are like, why can't I get these images out of my head? And this is honestly, Heidi, what I tell people. I teach on 16 demonic spirits, how they operate, how they yes. work. I teach on yes. like what a principality is. People go, I deal with principalities. I'm like, there's only four in the Bible. If it's not in the word of God, I'm not going to conjure it or make it right. up. That would be necromancing. Could you explain, because I know what you're talking about. Could you explain you maybe a couple of those... Yeah, a couple of those spirits, because a couple of them we deal with all the time. You go in detail in the book of the 17 and even the 16 has to do with the major minor prophets. Sorry. Yep. Yep. Sorry. sorry. Yes. Just give a couple that we can kind of understand. And I would encourage the listeners to get your book as well. It's really well, you know good. What? I would encourage them to as well, because I never used to do that. I never said a word, but then I started launching out because Heidi Baker did my forward to my one book, yes. Satanism, the truth behind the veil. Yes. It, it was made like 11, 12 years ago. It still tweaks people out when they read it. I'm like, well, this is real. Don't you yeah. get this? Yes. They go, no, it's just not real. I go, oh, it is real because you know what happens? We're not dealing in the darkness. I don't know why, Heidi, real quick, mm-hmm. God would choose me to go mm-hmm. through. I, I didn't choose my my background. I didn't choose any of it. Mm-hmm. I would have liked what I call that did eat, did eat life. I would have loved to have had two parents that went to church and I was loved and cared for and fed, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yes. And food, like, but loved. Yes. I didn't have that. But yeah. the Lord said, your past does not dictate where you're going. For a right. long time, I was so embarrassed mm. because I, I prostituted and stripped in bars and stuff and the things that I did. And the Lord said, but did I set you free? And I'm like, well, you did. And he goes, well, what are you embarrassed about? I'm like, I guess I'm not embarrassed about anything. Then yes, that's what we do. Yes. That's but we, why, yeah. This is why I'm going in September, the end of September, California, Folsom Fair, my 12th year in. Yeah. I, I still do pornography conventions. I teach people how to go in bars mm-hmm. and to reach the lost, reach people, you know. Yeah. Listen, you don't think that these women that are in these prostitutes that are stripping on a pole, you think that most of them want to be there? They right. do not. No, they don't. They're so broken. They, and yes. I was looking, it's on my website, there's a young man, he's got a chain on around his neck because he yep. was tied up on it, my guy. And I had a few years back, I did uh, Darren Wilson, I did a movie with him. Yeah, very those are very good movies. Yes. <laughs> But his wife came out with me to Folsom Fair and we taped. And that day we had 17 people. But that, I was just looking at him the other day and I said, God, this is why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Within one second, I walk into a restaurant. We were getting ready to sit down and have coffee and talk mm-hmm. about strategy. Yeah. And there was a transgender guy standing there and the Lord spoke to me and he said he wanted to commit suicide today. I'm like, mm. okay. So I go over and start talking to him and I got to interview him mm. and he just cried mm. because he said, who saw that I was trying to kill myself? I said, oh, Jesus sent me here today. He's mm. like, he does not love me. I'm gay. I'm like, and what's your point? You know, and I said, listen, God's love. So I told him a little bit about my story, Heidi, and he started weeping. He goes, I am so sorry for what happened to you as a child. I said to him, I'm sorry what your dad and your uncle did, especially your uncle. You were chained up and it just broke. Mm. And he just held me and cried. 
Oh. One of his eyelashes, you know, was kind of stuck on me. And I was like, it's okay, Shiv, don't worry about it. Give me the other one, I'll be fine, you know. But you just, you come- just loved him. The Holy Spirit showed you how he sees him, how Jesus sees him. And you just loved him the same way that God sees him. And yeah, that's and what it, he needs. That's what we all need. Yeah, we need to not be no judging way. people. Like, I don't believe in abortion. I don't like that we have uh, the LGB in the White House, transgender. I hate that with Apache. You have no idea. But God says, that government's not your government. I give you governmental authority on the earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. He said, you may live here. You pray as, I'm, as he tells us to. But do I like it? Oh, no. You know, I don't know why I have such favor. I know why I have favor on the streets every time I'm with any of the LGB. Because you know what, Heidi? I'm not out there cursing them. Yeah, that is. You're going to hell, you know, turn or burn, you're going to hell. But that's what's happening now on the streets. Yeah. I don't like that transgenders are in schools teaching five-year-old children, Mm -hmm. you know, how to do all these things. Do you think I like them reading books? No. I'm like, where are the where are the Christian adults and you're standing there cursing these people? Where are those where are you at? You could have taken the time to read that child a book mm-hmm. instead of them having a transgender queen, drag queen come in. Come on. Yeah. So I'm like, don't give me this to give me this. And I'm like, hate is not going to get us anywhere. Right. Like I just keeps God keeps telling me, He said, you know what? You gotta look through the eyes of love. Mm-hmm. Where was Jesus all the time? They never found him. You know why? Because he was all the time with those that were broken. Right. All the time with those. He that was. Were he always was. He didn't always. judge. He didn't care. He, no. Yeah. He wasn't. And the Satanists, yeah, so, I love the Satanists because yeah. they're so messed up. Look, somebody's out there looking for a higher power, mm-hmm. and we're looking really direct people to God, and yeah. people are directing them to New Age and psychics and Satanism. Well, because they're hungry, though. People are trying. hungry, and people are seeking out the truth, and so. So they actually, some of these people are actually trying to get it in Christian churches, but Christian churches are saying, no, that, that doesn't happen today. That's demonic. That's not from God. And so then these people who have like, can see things or can sense things, or you can even feel like, gosh, I feel like God's telling me something. And then Christians will say, no, that doesn't happen today. God doesn't talk to you. And so then they leave the church and they go into new age. It is so sad. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the, or some of the the 16. Yeah. So the very yeah. first one I talk about is out of Second Chronicles 18, 21, 22. I keep everything in the original King James. Some of them I bring amplified or new King James version. Yep. I don't like to water down the word. I try to keep it as clear as I can yep. and then bring understanding to it because it's there's a reason. But it talks about the lying spirit. And here's some of its uh, fruit. Second Thessalonians 2, 11. And for this reason, God is talked about a strong delusion being released that they should believe the lie. I believe that God is trying to wake us up right now, Heidi, from the lie to the truth. We know the truth because the truth sets us free. Yeah. And he says, so the tr- the lying spirit is, I always call him the Godfather because yeah. without him, we're not going anywhere because even Eve was seduced, but she was, it came in. I always say, you know, the snake, Satan's a snake oil peddler with forked tongue, you know, I'm like, he's the king of demons here, but I mean, you know, he's who he is. But the point is, is that the Lord said, but he lured her by a lie. He twisted it just enough for her to come and eat of the fruit of the tree, mm. you know? Yeah. And the Lord says, it's a lie, strong delusion. It deviates from the and perverts the truth. It's a false appearance. Suggest to put a thought in a person's mind. It diverts to a wrong purpose. It implies, it assumes, it exaggerates. 
it flatters, it mm. gossips, it mystifies. This mm -hmm. is just some of it. Yep. And then after each one, I do a little story and then I do a prayer yep. after each and every one, yep. because I believe God is wanting us to be free. I'll do yep. one couple more. Uh, yep. Spirit of bondage mm. is number two. And it says, we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. It says, mm -hmm. but we have received the spirit of adoption by which we cry out, Abba, Father. Mm -hmm. And that of Romans 8, 15. And I thought, Lord, if we would just kind of catch this. And here's the definition of bondage. It is the state of being under the control of another person. Mm -hmm. How many people right now are in great bondage? They're in mm -hmm. control over the TV sets of the news, of these broadcast networks that are out there. They're so bound. Like... All, you know, they're watching it 20 hours a day, 10 hours a day, yeah. um, you know, and it's eating at the very core of who God's called and ordained them to be. Yeah. It's not that we're to be ignorant of the devices of the enemy or ignorant of the things that are happening in the world, because our job as Christians, my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, mm -hmm. seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. Then God would open up and pour out the blessings of heaven. And that's what I'm keeping my eyes focused on that. Yeah. And he says, so here's some of it, but bondage is the state of being under control of another person. They're imprisoned in every area and cannot mm. be set free. They mm -hmm. are a slave. Many of them to Satan causes submission. It mm. forms a yoke, a device that embraces two parts and holds them to where they can't get broken free. You'll mm -hmm. see that a lot with marriages. Yep. yep and girlfriends, things like that. Kids, even where their parents have such a stronghold, they're so controlling. Jealousy. Oh, yeah. yeah. It constrains, it enslaves, instills dependency, commands. And then a lot of times people are not only spiritually blind, but there is a self-doubt. The enemy can plant, listen to this, out of James 1, 7 and 8, the NIV. And he goes, and such a person is double-minded and unstable in all their ways. Mm -hmm. Self-doubt. The enemy plants self-doubt. And before you know it, you start to second guess yourself. I tell people all the time, stop second guessing yourself. Yeah. Why would you think that God doesn't want you to do this or that? Why would you think these things? You need to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. You need to hear what he has to say to you and to be able to pick up and run like the wind, you know, to be free again. And we all hear from the Holy Spirit. He says, Thank you. my sheep hear my voice. I think yeah. there's a lot of people that don't think that that's real. They don't think that the Holy Spirit speaks to them or that they speak to people like you or like me. And it's like, no, we, he speaks to every single one of us. What would you yeah, say to yeah. people who are listening, what you're talking about? You wrote this book on Satanism. You wrote this book on these, these dark spirits where they're like, why is she focusing on the darkness so much? We need to focus on the light. We need to focus on like, why is it important for us to understand what the enemy that's plans good. are okay this is why because no general goes into any battle without knowing his enemy that's in the natural but that's also in the word of god mm -hmm. in order to wage war you need many advisors skilled laborers why can't people be set free right now out of witchcraft an sra why are people so what's bad? sra what's sra satanic okay. ritual abuse okay. Keep playing. so they're coming out of satanism people can't get them set free they have paid all this money mm -hmm. i have a friend right now he's gone from place to place i haven't said a word they just keep going all these places i said well you know when you're ready just let me know and we'll just bam 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 take care of it <laughs> but until then have a good day they're paying all this money counseling trying to get set free i'm just, just like jesus <laughs> sometimes it's hard when you have friends that you're real close to because they know you have the good to get help them get set free yeah but you know, and I'm good with that. I'm like, let somebody else deal with that headache for right. 
Because <laughs> sometimes it's a headache because your head starts to hurt after a while because you see all these ha things happening. And it's not just one person. There are many people in satanic ritual abuse that can't get set free. And yeah. they are so desperate. But Heidi, sometimes, mm -hmm. sadly, people are wearing that like a, like, um, you know, like a patch on their arm. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I came out of satanic ritual abuse and I still can't get free. And if this person could do something or that person, mm -hmm. then I would be free. And yeah. just all this craziness. You know, I have to say yeah. this. We were, we did, after we made the movie Furious Love, Darren Wilson, we had this conference and majority of us were there. Heidi Rowe and all of us were there. Yeah. And they, all these people kept praying for this lady in the back. She was on a bed, a real bed. Yeah. Uh, they had brought in, rolled it in for 17 years and she was on a bed for 17 years yeah on a real bed like she couldn't get out of bed she's so crippled by the demonic i mean she was crippled and what was the sickness that the doctor said she had i have no idea okay because you know when they're playing music and everything and so darren okay. grabs me and says you know most of us have prayed for her but nothing's happened i said okay he said can you go and pray for her? i'm like well if you want me to i can and she looked at me and all i could hear her say was help me and Heidi, uh, this is true. I dove on top of her, boom, and laid right on top of her. And that thing broke right off of her. And they carried the bed up to the stage. She walked up to the stage and I just very quietly left the auditorium. <laughs> what made you do that? Where was the Holy Spirit leading you to do that? Did you even, Fine. you just... You I wouldn't mean, even thought about it, but you okay. know, I probably read it somewhere like in, you know, Ezekiel laid on top of that child. You yeah, know, like, man. wow. And just, then... <laughs> and then we had to give, we had to do meetings. So Heidi and I were next to each other and Heidi and I said, no, we're going to stay. That's Heidi Baker. We said, no, we're going to stay together and do the meeting together. And they said, no, Angela, you have to go next door. Well, after Heidi's was done, they all came over. I had so many people and there was this girl and she was six years, six different mental hospitals. <laughs> And she couldn't get set free. And that spirit yeah. was so disrupting the mm -hmm. word of God. I hate that when people, you know, manifest. Some of it's real, some of it's not. I just want to be honest. Yep. And this girl was real. Yeah. And I just, I dove off the stage right on top of her. Boom. And she got totally delivered. Wow. Wow. I was like, wow. I go, what would compel you to do that? I'm like, I don't know. I just <laughs> listened to the voice of the Lord. Listen. Yeah, in the you are. Intimacy, yeah. David said, David says, in the cave yeah. of intimacy there, I know God is with me. I stay very close to the Father all the time, even yeah. though everything all around me. People probably think, well, you know, she's probably like living the high life and she has this and that. And I got news for you. I cook, I clean, I shop, I do everything in my house. My husband, yeah. I do everything for the TV, the media, except for one person from my Instagram account. We do everything and yeah. full time job. So, yes. you know, I'm not sitting back in a life of luxury here. People think I live in a mansion. I live in a, a, a rambler. I live in a three, one and a half bath house. It's very small. Thank God. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you also, you also, you also spend a lot of time, a lot of time in intercession. Have Can it? you explain that? I think there's some people that don't even really know what that is. And it just really shows God's heart and what, like, he trusts you. He gives you secrets. He tells you things. And I think there are some people that actually get that from the Lord, but they don't know what to do with it. Do you think it's because maybe they're afraid or they're second guessing themselves? Yeah, I think it's the doubt. The doubt that you just talked about yeah. with the spirit of bondage. I think they doubt that they actually hear from the Lord. But I think the Lord is downloading a lot of secrets to many of us. And we just sit there and we're like, oh, gosh, I get this funny feeling in my in my stomach or my arm. And they just think that 
I don't know. I just, I thought about this person that I knew from this, t from this trip that we went on and I don't know why, why I thought about them. Oh, well, and then they just move on. But the Lord's actually giving them secrets and wanting to give them downloads about other people that we need to pray for. And we don't need to spend like tons of time in it, but God, I release peace over them. Or, you know, God, I bring, you know, break off any anxiety that's showing up for them. Can you share a little bit about, cause that's one thing I've been very, I admire about you is your passion for intercession. I have a tenacity. I'm like a bulldog. I'm going to get what I want because God says, if my people who are called by my name want to humble themselves and pray. Mm -hmm. And I think about Jabez a lot because the prayer of Jabez and mm. Jabez means mean, you know, he was like nothing, but Jabez prayed. His heart was crying out to God. And I get up every day because I've been up since like nine last night. So I get a few hours of sleep every night. It's, it's a true story. And um, I just get so excited because I just mm -hmm. love God and the things that are happening. And, but anyway, in this thing about intercession, my thing is I'm in the word. See, I want to say this. Some yeah. of you of God's sons and daughters that are listening, listen, you may put in five minutes and that's good, but you got to start building up and starting to get the spiritual muscles back, you know, yeah. build up your most holy faith to build up faith. You know, it's God faith in the Greek or Hebrew, stable, steady. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly, you know, yeah. overflow. Yeah. And God is wanting to give you overflow right now in his spirit. And so it's critical right now that we hear his voice, believe him for what he is saying is true. And then we pick up and run and do everything that he's called and ordained for us. Yeah. And so, but it's about staying, um, you have to stay mindful. Okay. You know, yeah. and the Lord says, you know, about having our minds, you know, Isaiah 26, three, and I will keep you in perfect peace mm -hmm. whose mind is stayed on thee because you trust in thee. And you trust in the Lord forever because the joy of God is your strength. And so I have to stay in prayer. I was, I was out somewhere the other day praying. I almost fell out in the store. I had to grab myself a couple of times because the morning was so strong. It's like, whoa, Jesus Louise here. Yeah. People are looking at you like you're drunk. I'm like, it's all the ghost show. They, yeah. people here, everybody knows me. I know everybody everywhere. They got problems. Yeah. If it's Starbucks or the grocery store, they go, can you pray? I'm like, sure. You know, because they, they just know they me. They just know. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm oh. like, oh, God, I'll pray anytime. But, you yeah. know, there was, um, this is true, though. It's like, when we hit about the first year, the year and a half with the COVID thing, mm -hmm. it was so hard to pray. Mm -hmm. I'm just being honest. Mm -hmm. And I was like, God, why do I find I'm, I'm in a battle? And the Holy Spirit was like, you're not in a battle. Here's what's happening. You're, you're battling against the forces of darkness. Mm -hmm. People don't understand that there is earth. There's, there's three, the heaven here and the ground. And, you know, the Lord's like, we've got to get the breakthrough. When Daniel prayed, you know, for Michael, it took the 21 days. He had a break from the earth through the second heaven into heaven. Boom, bring it back. That's what God was saying. So that's yeah. what he's telling us is that we have got to pray and be steadfast, persevere. Like sometimes we're praying for our spouses or our children or finances or whatever. And when things sometimes being honest, if they don't go our way, we just have a real fit. We do. You know, we do. Right. We do. Know. And the Lord like, kept telling me, he said, you must pray and intercede and do not quit. Do not stop. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Lord, some of this stuff, I don't know uh, what's going to happen. And the Holy Spirit said, because I've really been praying about, you know, 
the political side of the atmosphere in the world. Mm -hmm. And I just kept praying and I just kept hearing I the Holy Spirit saying, you know, I'll keep you in perfect peace. Keep your mind on me. And I said, Lord, I know at the right time you're going to download exactly what you want for me to be able to speak on and preach on. Because in um, in another hour and a half, I have another with another doctor. And um, good. it's very good. But God gave me such a powerhouse word from January into Passover to Pentecost. And then just again on Father's Day, yeah. that now it's like he goes, now you can release it. Because wow. I used to put out prophetic words on all the networks every couple months. And then I stopped. The Lord said, I need you to pull back. I need you to pray. I need you to take that year. And I want you to sew in to the ground wow and i was like okay he said because the ground it, it's ready to bring harvest and you know heidi it's all mm -hmm. about souls a lot of times people can't get set free from the demonic or their own thinking and mm -hmm. i have people that aren't possessed but they read the book and they go jesus angela i'm starting to understand people that i've been trying to minister to and i can't help them and yes. i can't understand why yes. and then people say well i just think it's foolish to put on the armor of god every day and i go i don't because i do it every day yeah I said, because Paul is talking to us, stand strong in the Lord. They're mm -hmm. right there. It could say everything there. Boom, it's done. Right. Stand strong in the Lord and right. in the power of his might. Put on his armor. It's not my armor. It's his. It's yeah. light. It moves. Yes. Yes. Jonathan and David remind you, look at, you know, David trying to wear uh, King Saul's armor. It didn't fit. Could you imagine he's a grown man with a, like a kid trying to wear that armor? He couldn't right. move. No. He had to work with what he had. Yeah. See, this is what the problem is right now. People aren't working with what they have. We want more. We keep wanting more. We keep wanting something different. We keep wanting something better. And it's like, this is what we have. We need to say, God, thank you for what you've given me. Thank you for the armor that you've given me. Thank yeah. you for the house that you've given me. Mm -hmm. Thank you for my children. Thank you yep. for the crop. Like, thank you. We I have to start. Yeah, start crazy. from. Yeah. So I, I would love it if you could pray for our I listeners, would. Angela. Yes. Yeah, that we could yes. just be set free from these. Thank you. From, yeah. I will. And then I'm super excited, Heidi, because I'm going to have you on my programs. I would week. love to. So yes. it'll be amazing. I and I'm going to thank you for the opportunity today. Yeah. I knew God would just show up in an incredible way. I have to shift. I have another one in eight minutes. Sounds <laughs> good. Let's go. I know I'm good. <laughs> yeah. But Father, I want to release the four winds of heaven to begin to blow on the ambers of the hearts of your sons and daughters. I say, wake up take off the death clothes take off those things that have hindered you and held you back and stand up and be the voice that is calling out to prepare the way of the lord father i want to pray for the evangelist right now that have felt so shut down i hear the lord saying you know what i have made you so unique that this is how i'm calling you to speak forth don't try to be someone else you know uh, be yourself, everybody else is already taken. Be who I've called you to be and be that voice, prepare the way of the Lord. Father, I wanna bind up all works of darkness that is over this nation of America. I say your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I loose angels right now at your beck and call, Lord, to be able to start to release the seraphim and the cherubim. They bring the oil for healing, the light, and they bring vision and revelation to what you're calling forth. And I thank you right now, God, that you will continue to move heaven and earth for your sons and daughters. And we just give you praise and glory in the name of Jesus. 
Amen and amen. Amen. If you guys, Thank listen, you can keep up with me on Instagram. I have Facebooks, but I don't do Facebooks like three times and I don't know how many years I've had it. It's yeah. easier for me to do Instagram. It's like boom, boom, boom. You know? At Angela Greenig. Yes, yep. I'm on Instagram. I have a couple of three Facebooks. Yep. And then, of course, all of our networks. And I I'm, I took a few months off from the podcast because, Heidi, as you know, if you have to it's, have it every week, it's a lot of work. It yes, is, yes, you know. yes. And so I got real excited. I was like, okay, God, thank you, thank you, thank you. I get a little bit of a breathing time off. Yes. And I, I do television since 2005 every week. So on awesome. On different networks. It's a, it's a lot. Yes. So your uh, website is AngelaGreenin.com. And I'm just yep. going to spell her last name. It's G-R-E-E-N-I-G. So yeah. the websites.com, but then you can also get her on Instagram and Facebook yes. occasionally. Yes. And we should be back up on podcast soon. I'm and sorry. I'm so sorry, Heidi. At least yes. you got to see me today. I couldn't yes. see you for a minute. I, yes. And but, but I'll get this thing fixed. I knew that we were going to have what I call the caddy woo-woo come in and All try right. to mess this up. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Thank you again. Yes. For Thank you. And I'll Thank be seeing you. you next week. Thank you guys. God okay. bless you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.